Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Oh, podcast! Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. This voice is Doge. And as always, I'm Jordan. Guys, we're going to jump straight into a little bit of the news. It's the news time. Uh, we have lost. I, I, there's a drop, right? I always try and do like a what? Buffet, buffet. Isn't there like a? Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah totally. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure. Is that what I you're was, laughing at? I was just laughing at your thousand yard stare while you waited for the song to play. It's not a good news. Though what's unfortunate <laughs> is I played the song and then I also kind of played a couple more songs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was digging that vibe. Um, on a serious note, Norm Macdonald died. Uh, yeah, uh, died yeah. of cancer today, being the 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 14th of September. Uh, and there's this, have y'all ever heard about that ominous thing to where like, especially with celebrities, like it Come comes threes. in threes? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say technically this is number two. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I can't always help but think of that. I know. But like praying, obviously that, that doesn't happen again. Um, in other news, there is a lot going on in the ways of the box office. We talked about this last week. Sure. But yeah. I think we're going to look back at Shang-Chi and kind of look at it as a little bit of a difference maker. Hmm. I think with how well it's doing, uh, because Eternals has recently been announced that it is going to be, or Eternals, I say as if they're beings that are real, but like (laughs) MCU, Disney has announced that they are going to not have that stream. Uh, It will not simultaneous stream. So Eternals will be fully in theaters. Which is huge. And it's not necessarily something I expected in November. Uh, But Shang-Chi in two weeks has made over $250 million. Uh, And so it is projected to have the life or maybe even a little bit more 
of the box office of Fast 9, which is saying a lot, meaning it would probably make around $700 million. Um, so that's absolutely massive. And of course, uh, for the MCU, when it rains, it pours. But like in the good way, but like pouring like yeah. nice hard candies covered in chili lime mm. from the skies with the MCU. So Ooh, after we got the Spider-Man no Way Home trailer, <laughs> <laughs> we got the announcement about Eternals. That's going to be completely in the box office. Great. Obviously, it feels like the majority of our chunkies are excited to hear that. And really, I feel like if you love movies, you you tend to love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like something that's like, oh, I don't get to stay home and watch it. Maybe if it was like a more kid-centric movie, that's a bummer. It's like, oh, Paw Patrol is only in theaters? That sucks. <laughs> My kid's yeah. five. You know, that that's kind of stinky. But uh, we got the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, which is crazy. We haven't even talked about yet. I guess it's yeah. taken me enough time to chew on it. Uh, and then we'll also talk about the Hawkeye trailer. But let's start with Spider-Man No Way Home. Because if you know Two Chunks and a Hunk. No Home. Spider-Man No Home. (laughs) If you know Two Chunks and a Hunk, you know we were founded by Marvel. Stan Lee is our sponsor. Yes. Um, He's our dad. Doge and Jordan specifically really, really love Spider-Man. I do too. But I think y'all's is super fandom level in terms of knowing things that are canon and stuff. How did you feel about this, Doge? I know that you were a little bit worried that it had been so long. It felt like we got this late, right? There was a worry of like, this is yeah. going to be pushed back. And every time we hear about it, it is not given a, a date. It's always general. So it's like, oh, the yeah. MCU has a chance. First, I'll ask you after uh, the Eternals news, do you feel like it's a confirmation that Spider-Man no, Spider-Way, Spider-Man no Way Home is going Spider-Way? to release? No, no Man, man Home. <laughs> no Man Home. Uh, that that movie is going to release on the day they say it will release? Absolutely. Great. You could take that to the bank and Doc Ock's going to box rob that ball bank first. while Peter Parker's there with his Aunt May and Sam Raimi's 2004's Spider-Man 2, which is my favorite Spider-Man movie. So I was very excited to see Doc Ock back <clears throat> in this trailer. Right? I am I am so unsure of what is actually happening in this <laughs> it's movie. It's so surreal, wonderful. right? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy to see Alfred Molina back after 17 years. Yeah, I feel like our like if it was measured on a chart, like the collective sureness of the audience on what's going to be coming in the next MCU movie, like starting at the beginning, we're just unsure because we haven't seen anything yet. We have yeah. no idea what's Asgard going to look like. I don't know. Seems crazy. Doctor Strange, how are they going to pull that off? But now that we know the characters well, they seem to be keeping us at the same level of just not really yeah. knowing what's going on. And that's great for movies, and it seems hard to do for the MCU. So things that we have confirmed, we 100% have confirmed that Doctor Strange has a huge role, it feels like, yeah. at least yeah. in the narrative, that is Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'm loving, for those of you that have seen Shang-Chi, I think it's assumed we talk about all sorts of movie spoilers all the time. So if you want to take a break for about 20 seconds. But if you've seen Shang-Chi, we do see, um, oh my gosh. Wong. Wong. And so it feel, doesn't it feel like Wong could be the next Nick Fury feeling of like the end of a certain movie, we're going to open up uh, a portal so that you can go. It feels like um, Doctor Strange is kind of pulling the strings of bringing people together now. Sure. Yeah, to protect the multiverse. Yeah, right? I could see it being Wong as sort of an extension of Strange saying like we got, we've got a, put a team together or get yeah. some some new recruits, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think we could see Wong popping up hither and thither. Yeah. So it seems like the concept, and y'all feel free to butt in because I know y'all know more, 
Seems so, like the concept is he wants to have everyone forget that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so ruining this his is, life. This is, uh, looks to be <clears throat> in perhaps the most surprising move from Marvel Studios, taken pretty heavily from what's widely regarded as the worst Spider-Man story of all time. It was a publishing initiative called One More Day. Uh, and top down, they said, Peter Parker's not interesting anymore. He's been married to Mary Jane for too long. We need to get him back to his Dan Lee, Steve Ditko roots of the 60s and have a constantly revolving cast of characters, a soap opera. I mean, when Spider-Man started in the 60s, it was Archie comics with supervillains. Like it, it was 100% just a soap opera of all these relationships. And it, it kind of shifted away from that once Peter and Mary Jane got married and started to have more of a consistent life. And so... Top down, they said Spider-Man is not interesting anymore. So we need to figure out a way to make him interesting again. We've just come off of Civil War, uh, the original 2006 miniseries. In that miniseries, uh, the government has asked everyone with a superpower to register with them and to appear on a public registry so anyone can look them up and see, okay, Spider-Man, that's Peter Parker. If Spider-Man swings by and he knocks something down onto my car, well, I can sue Peter Parker for that. Peter uh, is convinced by Iron Man to join this team against his best wishes. Peter's big thing has always been, I need to keep my secret identity safe so that my loved ones can stay safe. Obviously, this backfires on him, and Aunt May is shot. Uh, she's assassinated by a sniper who, who Peter has put in jail before, shoots through her spine, and she's in the hospital dying, and Peter says, I have to save my Aunt May. I have to save my Aunt May. I have to undo revealing my identity. So he goes to our favorite boy of all time. We didn't see him in WandaVision, but we thought we did. He goes to our boy Mephisto. Sure. And makes an actual deal with the devil to say, you can save, uh, if you can save Aunt May, I'll give you anything you want. And Mephisto, of course, chooses Peter and Mary Jane's marriage and says, I will restore your secret identity. I will save your aunt if I can make it so that you and Mary Jane were never married because it's comics, something stupid. Their love was too pure or too good or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and he hated it. It's too strong. That could ultimately be what defeats the devil. Yeah. So this comic is called One More Day. It's Peter and Mary Jane's last day as a married One couple. More day. It's, it's their last day of knowing who each other is really for real. And so this looks almost identical to me. The second we started this trailer, I was like, oh crap, it's One More Day. But I think this, I mean, this seems a lot better than that. We're not trading a decades long Marriage, no. like one of the most no. defining aspects of the character. So I'm I'm cautiously on board with with that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. And even how we saw like uh what's the the Thor frog throg? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even even since we saw him bouncing around in Loki, it feels like we can always have a little bit of an homage to the things that didn't work. That feels canon right now. Sure. For yeah. the MCU. At this point, honestly, like I'll just have to let you know when the MCU loses my trust because for where where we're at right now, they could say pretty much anything, and I'd be like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be awesome. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be great." I was gonna ask you, do you think it would take more than one movie? But I think we already have the data for that with the Dark World. <laughs> it it didn't. <laughs> we had one movie, and it wasn't good, and it's yeah. fine. We we were like, "Yeah, no, it's okay. They'll figure it out." But so, so curious, we know. I, I want ahead. y'all's thoughts because we've got uh, we've got Doc Ock back for sure, for sure. We have. What sounds to be Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin laugh in the trailer, what is definitely one of Willem Dafoe's pumpkin bombs in the trailer. We have a big shape that looks a whole lot like Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman from mm -hmm. Spider-Man 3. Heavy, heavy rumors of Jamie Foxx's Electro, all but confirmed from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
is this in any way nostalgia baiting in the same way that we would maybe accuse The Force Awakens of, you know, having Han and Chewie in that trailer? We're home. Like that whole thing. Is that meaningfully different than Hello, Peter at the end of this trailer? If nostalgia baiting in The Force Awakens had resulted in a killer movie, which I actually like The Force Awakens for the most part, but if 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 that nostalgia baiting had resulted in this killer movie, I don't know that anybody could fault the nostalgia. Yeah. So I think I think it's an ends justify the means, or rather, I guess, like yeah, no, I I, I just think it's that the ends justify the means when it comes to stuff like this. Like if if the yeah. movie rules and it rules extra hard because of all of this, then yeah. it's not it's not simply nostalgia baiting. It's nostalgia baiting with a purpose. Yeah, if I see Willem Dafoe back as Green Goblin, it does not feel uh, as something I've necessarily experienced before. I think it's still new enough that it's we're pulling them from a different timeline. I think that's yeah. something so unique that while it can have just sprinklings of nostalgia baiting and be like, well, yeah, I mean, yes, people are going to want to go see this to see some of the, you know, you, Doge. I mean, the, yeah. the nostalgia of seeing you know, Doc Ock again. That's like a legitimate reason to go. I think there is a mixture of uh, some of the stuff that Star Wars did have that was kind of like, we know we're going to make a billion dollars anyways. Yeah. Um, But I don't think at the end of this, it's going to be way more clever, I think, at the end of this than just the laziness that felt like of just continuing to bring people back, you know? Yeah. Do you think this is the same Doc Ock and same Green Goblin that died, question mark, at the end of their respective movies or are these multiversal variants of those guys. I would oh, say man. variants could make sense, right? Like what what why introduce the concept of variants if yeah. it's only going to be Kang from this I point ask on? Because there's been a big hullabaloo about the color of the the a little hullabaloo. A big hullabaloo uh, about the color of the light in the middle of Doc Ock's claws. It turns blue right at the end of Spider-Man 2 whenever he's whenever he's uh, back in control of the arms That's and it's red here. So That's picky. Um I think a fun way to go ahead and say their variants would be to not have to like deep fake Willem Dafoe from, you know, 20 years ago and just be like, this is an older variant. Yeah. Yeah. One that didn't uh, die. So that we can have current day Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I don't want to have too much of this like Irishman stuff. I, I think the MCU yeah. is is too good for that. They're definitely doing that with Molina. They did it with Michael Douglas and it worked okay. But if it is the yeah. OG... Uh, Osborne, Norman Osborn, the original Goblin, um, then I would like homage to be paid um, in in the way that every time he walks by like um, a fork or a trident or a pitchfork, he quivers in absolute terror. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uncontrollably uh, wets himself, pee-pees his pants and cries. I think that would be... Because he was stabbed in the gut with his own glider. Yeah. Spoilers for a 18 year old movie, 19 year old movie. Um, how much though, with that multiverse being confirmed and getting these older characters back, how much is it weird that J.K. Simmons, that's just going to be unaddressed, right? We're just basically recasting that. Or are Dude, we saying he's no, from the he's, multiverse? He's a multiversal variant. That's the thing. I think that is the way that makes sense. And so that, that's how that starts. Having them be multiversal variants played by the same actor is how we could get. For example, Patrick Stewart back as Professor X and not have to watch the bad X-Mans. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's X-Men's a different guy. Is- it's a different guy. The bad X's men, it's a different guy. It doesn't matter. Mm. Multiversal variant. Well, that's great. 
Thank you for that. <laughs> so great. What, is, what do we have? Uh, what do we have? Did we come up with a name for uh, instead of Jordan's Car Corner, but it's for like when Doge goes deep into canon? Doge oh, waxes did. intelligently. We definitely yeah. did. That's a theory good. nook. We called it a theory nook during Loki. Was it theory nook? Yeah. So yeah. I got like a nook in a nook. corner. Yeah. And I'll have my thing. Maybe mine's a locker room. I don't well, know. Well, you have this, you have this thing called Mini Monday, where's where you get to talk. That's like your main one. That's true. I, I also think it's Carter's, Carter's ho- <laughs> holistic, holistic huddle. And it's just sort of where you bring the knowledge of everything that's not cars and I love comics. That. Speaking of not cars and comics, what about bows and arrows? <gasps> yeah. Um, can I have a I want a quick take here? I want to give mine first. Please. As someone who doesn't really know comic books as well, but I love characters. I, I'm excited for this. I think Hawkeye looks great. And I kind of love that we've leaned into the holiday vibe. I'm getting I'm getting some heavy, like diehard TNT type yeah, stuff. Because yeah. all that good stuff is in the holidays. And I'm so excited for the Renner Steinfeld energy. Yeah. yeah. They're going to yeah. have banter. I'm already like, let's hurry up and get through this so I can get Steinfeld and Pew on the same screen. Big time. Yeah. Um, Big time. I'm super excited for this. I think this was one of the most underrated passing of the <clears throat> torch, which is, it feels pretty obvious that's what's happening. Uh, one of the most underrated passing of the torch for me in terms of influential good moves in the MCU right now. I think it's yeah. going to be Haley Steinfeld taking over. It's Kate Bishop, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Taking they over Haley the role. At the exact right time. Oh, because she's on They're, the edge. They are buying low and selling high on Haley. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. They almost were too late for Pew. But just such smart moves. And I think it looks like a lot. I think it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, Mario? I think it's, it's going to be a great time. <laughs> uh, I am certain that Rogers the Musical is going to be a parody of Hamilton. Oh, Oh yeah! How Rogers, funny is that? Rogers the musical is absolutely this. Because Disney Earth's Plus brought the rights to even show that too on sure. streaming exclusives. Yeah. Dude, if it's they be so don't funny. have this a is bonus be funny. segment that is just all just the whole of musical. Rogers the musical. <laughs> they um, messed here's it up. the here's the hottest take when I got done with this. Get hot. The hottest take is, and it might not be as hot. So y'all tell me how hot this is. Okay. We'll measure it in uh, food. Scoville units. <laughs> nah, we don't, we're not gonna do that. We're, we're a pot of the people. Um, things people might have experienced have eaten before. Mm. I think this is going to be such a good buddy show that we're going to almost make Falcon and the Winter Soldier obsolete. I think this is going to be, we're going to wish that a lot of the vibes we get from these two, from the way they write this story, is what we got from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, personally. Yeah. I think that's about as spicy as a Kraft American single, if I'm being honest. So it's not I think at all. That's, yeah. Did y'all feel it too? Yeah, it absolutely. Just, you can't help but look because we've got our, it's, it's, there's a lot to be said about when they're human, when these aren't super soldiers or anything like that. Well, even though, you know, Winter Soldier technically kind of is, um, but they definitely are the just normal people, probably the ones that we can be most uh, relatable to. Yeah. But to have these two, it's good that they have a gap. You almost feel like they knew they needed to have some space between yeah. these two because they're pretty similar. But I'm, I have a hunch that I'm really going to enjoy this more and wish that I got got bits of that over in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I think I think every subsequent show that Marvel releases is going to push Falcon and the Winter Soldier further and further Man. to the rearview mirror. But it's okay. I mean, I like that show. And it was great interactions with our main characters. It was just ultimately 
pretty forgettable, I think, when yeah. you it, compare it to the other output. It was so far of the three Marvel television shows that have come out on Disney Plus, it is the only one that is cable quality. Yeah. Yeah. I would say absolutely. That for sure. Like it'd be, and good cable, like FX probably, sure. but cable. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely still cable. Guys, I we can't go through great conversation at the beginning of the pod, by the way. If I wanted to take a moment, uh, a pod within a pod, and talk about how good the pod's been. Uh, I We can't not play a game, right? No, don't do it to us. Talented Mr. Ripley, lock it in. Let's play a little Rumble Still Skin. Oh. Okay, good. Okay, good. Please. <laughs> Like three years from now, you're just going to hear like the notifications that someone left a Zoom call when I even hint at playing extra credit. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something fun here for our coming soon. I think I'm going to jump straight into October because I'm finding that Chunktober is becoming more of a Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go ahead a month ahead of time and start experiencing it a little bit. I, I need a little celebrate. bit of the horror. I need yeah. to… You know, because we're we're not but a month and a half away from that. A month. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into some of these scary flicks. Rumpelstiltskin, if y'all have never uh, heard it before. By y'all, I don't mean Jordan and Doge. They literally have played this game. They're the only people that have played this. Maybe in the podcast. whole world. I think. You never know with our IP out there. Um, we have… <laughs> uh, I'm going to read the Rotten Tomatoes. Basically, like movie notes, I think is what they call it. Or synopsis about… Movies that are coming out that I think these two might have never heard of before. Mm. And they're going to have to guess the name of those movies. Uh, They're going to have to guess the name of those movies. And whichever one is uh, the one that we like the most. We never really score this, do we? This is kind of like a whose line is anyway scoring style. The points don't matter. Yeah. And I'm I'm the Colin. The Colin of it, for sure. I love Colin. Well, then I'm definitely Wayne Brady. No, you're Ryan Styles. I was going to say Ryan. That's sad. That's what I was thinking. You're Ryan. That's also good. Um, no, October Ryan, 5th. You're, got Ryan. October you're Ryan, 5th dude. And if you can't, can't see that, it pays that you're Ryan. <laughs> can't wait for it October 5th. so much no, more Ryan that. that you don't know how Ryan you are, dude. I actually love Ryan Styles. Classic Ryan Styles. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. This one looks… This one looks good. Yeah, Lamb Will Stark. Uh, play, sorry, uh, this is October 8th release. Will Stark, played by Stephen Graham. G-R-A-Y-H-M. Wait, what? Is the lone survivor… G-R- G-R-A-Y-H-M. Graham. Graham. Ew. Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. This is a long one, so bear with me. Is the lone survivor of the infamous 1995 Stark family murders, which we've all heard of, mm-hmm. that rocked the quiet small town of Deerfield, Massachusetts. 25 years later, his life is suddenly upended by the untimely death of his father, who had just been released from psychiatric care, leaving the family home in Will's trust. In between places… And with no place to go, Will and his rescue dog move back into the Stark family home where the crimes took place, only to find a disturbing paranormal presence haunting the home and the secret land it was built on. Tell me about this. Mm, this movie's called Stark Raving Mad. Very good. Hey, Tosh. This mm-hmm. movie's called Stark Raving Dad. <laughs> 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 oh, both very close. This is Iron Man 4. Surprise. Wow. It's crazy. Pretty crazy. No, it's called The Secret of Sinchani. <laughs> of what? I think it's just the name of the land or the or the building. But this was one of those that was like the one in a billion. If you just came up with Sinchani. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like that. Is that this like a horror fun, huh? sequel to Bridge to Terabithia? Is that this could like be a, 
Secret of Sanctuary. Secret of Sanctuary. So no, no, no. as I zip by a few movies that are interesting, the last duel comes out mid October, October fifteenth. Mm-hmm. History, Matt. History, Betty. What? I don't even think this is a horror, but I had to read it, and it's really short. How fun! Okay, October fifteenth. A husband whose marriage is destroyed by a time-hopping rival pursues his nemesis through time. Orlando Bloom, Leslie Oldham Jr., what? Frida Pinto, Cynthia Erivo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Director is John Ridley. What has he done? Not much. He did. Oh, he did the Ben Hur. He was on that. The the new one. But he was also on Twelve Years a Slave. Okay. 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 Again, since it was short, a husband whose marriage is destroyed by a time-hopping rival pursues his nemesis through time. October 15th release. Uh, this movie is called Two About Two Time. <laughs> you laugh. Hmm. I can't wait for y'all to hear the name of this movie. Hmm. <laughs> this sounds like a name y'all would make up and think it was super clever and then get it exactly right. <laughs> well, now there's a lot of pressure on my guests. You're not even going to be- You're not even going to believe... So remember, Orlando Bloom, Leslie Odom Jr. Jr. <laughs> Dude, what is your talking tonight? <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. I'm just excited to hang out with y'all. Frida Pinto and Cynthia Erivo. Come on, Doge. What you got? Dude, I love Cynthia Erivo. She's amazing. She's everything right now. This movie is called Time for Love. Love that. This movie, neither of you win because whoever named this movie wins everything. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna. I'm like soaking in the moments before I reveal this to you. This movie is called Needle in a Time Stack. Oh! Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) That is beautiful. That is proof. That is nothing. That is made up. (laughs) A needle in a, it's like finding a needle in a time stack, you know? Oh my goodness. Wow. What? That's a working title that just kept getting pushed through. Oh. Goodness. October 22nd has the release of Dune and the French Dispatch. Same day. Whew. That's interesting. Let's do one more. I think y'all know that movie, so we're not going to do that. Last Night in Soho is a week after that. October's going to be great, y'all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't wait. Let's do this one. This looks interesting. October 15th, another October 15th release date. Upon the death of her grandfather, a woman and her husband returned to her birthplace in Germany's Black Forest, only to find a terrifying secret awaits them. Hmm. This movie is called Inheritance. Nice. 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 Same vein, going for going for spooky ominous. It's just lineage. Ooh. Ooh. Those are both better because it kind of gives you a name of something that makes no sense compared to what we know about it. But it's called Demigod. Oh, that's kind of a fun poster. Okay. Interesting. So who even knows? We've got it's kind of the, the silhouette of this demon. Him got horns. Creature. It's the Skyrim man on the front of it. Yeah, that. it does look a little like the Dovahkiin. <laughs> yeah, it is. To end this episode, we spent a lot of time talking about Spider-Man No Way Home and what happens with that seemingly like just hole in the ground that is the multiverse of all of our nostalgia. Yeah, for real. As they're just crawling out of it. Give me, let's do it now. Let's get it on tape. Do a shot that's way out there. Maybe one you haven't even seen online. Who's coming out of that hole? Mm. Let the people know. I'm Carter. I mean, this this is going to be polarizing. This could upset people. Mm. It's going to be Mulaney's spider pig in cartoon form. Oh. <laughs> it's going to crawl up out of there. 
or even we'll, we'll get a hoof or something, right? Right yeah. before they close it up, <laughs> we're almost going to get a cartoon spider pick. And somehow people won't be too offended by it. I'm Doge in much the same vein. Emma Stone playing Spider Gwen is going to come out mm. of this portal. Dude, honestly, mm. sign me up. I'd be down. 100% in. Honestly, sign me up. 100% in. I dig that. I like that. I'm Jordan. And in the Spider-Man animated series that I grew up watching, um, there was an episode with a villain that rode around in a giant gyroscopic wheel. Big wheel. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I just want that. <laughs> so I want a wheel to come through a hole with yeah. Tina Turner right behind him. Yep. Yep. Left a good job in the city. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.